Hi, RJ. Thank you so much for being here today. I would love if you could introduce yourself. My name is RJ Post. I'm the author of Lion Taming, Dating, and Other Dangerous Endeavors. And I'm a, a professional writer with 36 years experience. That's amazing. What is your book about? My book is a collection of 12 short stories that covers many different genres, but all with the theme of what would you do to get the thing in your life you desire the most? If you remember that commercial about what would you do for a Klondike bar? Whatever your Klondike bar is, whether it's uh, the love of your life, if it's career advancement, if it's uh, solving a mystery, whatever that is, what would you do? What sort of dangers would you face in order to obtain that? Amazing. What inspired you to write your book? Well, I've always enjoyed writing fiction. Uh, going back to when I was in high school and college and whatnot. But then got into college, I got very involved in uh, student publications and studied journalism in English. And then almost immediately afterwards, you know, my last final was on a Friday. And by Monday, I was working at a daily newspaper. And I did that for 31 years. Three different newspapers in Kansas and Nebraska. Uh, rose up to the rank of assistant managing editor and wrote a lot of stories, edited a lot of stories. Uh, so I've always been a storyteller. But then about five years ago, I made a career change. I uh, left the newspaper business and became a copywriter for a marketing agency. So now I do a lot of things like radio and television commercials, website copy, press releases, uh, all manner of things. And uh, when we had the pandemic, our office closed down and I was working from home. That mean, meant I didn't need to do my commute, which was about 40 minutes each way. Found myself a little extra time. So I thought, you know, this might be a good time to get back to that first love of writing fiction. And so I took that opportunity that I began in... Uh, April of 2020, by November, I'd written 12 stories. I said, I think I've got a book here. And I had the book out on the market. That's amazing. When you were writing your book, who were you thinking of when it comes to who your book is for? Well, I think it's probably with most writers. Obviously, you write from your own experience. So people that are going to enjoy it most will be people who are similar to you, maybe from uh, your age group, your demographic. So for me, you know, that would be people say 40 and above, college educated, living in the Midwest. But a lot of the experiences in the book too, I drew from uh, things that my daughters had gone through. I have three daughters, they're all grown now, but they're ages 25 to 34. So especially some of the dating components and lion taming dating and other dangerous endeavors they've been in that world more recently than i have my wife and i have been married for 35 years so a lot of the things that are along those lines would probably appeal to people in their demographic as well so again people uh, uh millennials and uh, uh a little bit below um generally again probably people that are well-read uh, people who enjoy reading obviously 
Amazing. I love that, that you were able to talk to them about it and they were able to give you more insight. Yeah, fortunately, they did some proofreading for me and that sort of thing. One of the stories in the book, I ran past my youngest daughter, who's 25 now, and uh, she told me a few things. Uh, basically, you know, Dad, nobody's going to believe that. <laughs> so there were some things that I had to change, but uh, it did pass muster with her in the end. I love that. I know you touched on it briefly, but how long have you been writing? What made you start to write? When did you start really writing? Well, you know, I've always loved reading, and it probably started with things like comic books, uh, you know, the Hardy Boys, those kinds of things. And then as I went along, I got more into uh, things like uh, Robert Louis Stevenson, H.G. Wells, uh, John Steinbeck became my my real favorite, but uh, even in fifth grade, I was putting out my own newspaper in my fifth grade classroom. And then as I got into high school and college, it was journalism and that sort of thing. But uh, I think the love of reading is really what led to the love of writing. And it seemed to be something I was good at. Uh, you know, I found that I was a lot better identifying the pieces of a sentence and putting them together than I was identifying the different things in shop class and putting that together. So uh, it seemed like a natural thing for me to do. Amazing. What is your schedule like when you're writing a book? Well, I'm a little bit different than some writers in the sense that my fiction writing is something, it's more of a part-time gig. You know, I'm at work 40 hours a week, so there I'm doing uh, the kind of writing we need to do for clients. So my own personal writing, I try to do that in the evenings and uh, then in the mornings on weekends. I think mornings are a great time to write when you're fresh and uh, you wake up in the morning, your mind is open to new ideas. Uh, but in the, during the week, I have to kind of uh, do that in the evening instead. If I had my druthers, I would probably do it in the morning, work for a few hours in the morning, and then uh, get on with other things we need to do in life. Uh, some writers will set a particular number of words they want to get done. With me, uh, a lot of the things I write, I kind of write in sections, or I would say chunks. You might think of them as scenes. Uh, so I'll sit down and I'll write one of those scenes. And that might be anywhere from 500 to 1,000 words, but I'll, I'll do it a time then. Oh, wow. That's great. What do you need in your writing space to help you stay focused? Well, I do have a nice space here set up at home. Uh, you know, this used to be a bedroom that uh, all my daughters slept in at one time or another. Now they're all out of the house and I get to use it as my office. So desk and a laptop and, uh, you know, usually have something on hand like a cup of coffee or a bottle of water, something like that. Uh, a lot of times I'll listen to music while I write. Partic particular kinds of music will put me in the mood for writing a particular thing. Um, story I'm working on for the, well, I finished recently for the new book I'm working on, uh, had a dance scene in it. So the song I was listening to at that time was Mambo Number no. 5. 
because it was that kind of a dance scene, you know. Uh, in the book I'm working on uh, that I already have published, there's a story called Mystery Girl. And uh, there were some old songs uh, from the councils and the monkeys, you know, some things that are before your time. Uh, the Girl I Met Somewhere, uh, The Rain in the Park and other things, things that were about mysterious women that put me in the mood to write that story. I love that, that you contributed or you had an inspiration for music. What is your favorite writing snack or drink? Uh, I don't snack a lot while I'm writing. Sometimes on a weekend morning, I might have a donut in here. Uh, sometimes in the evening might be something like a string cheese, something like that. Um, and uh, you know, might have a can of LaCroix water here. Or if it's in the morning on the weekends, usually a cup of coffee. I take my coffee black, old newspaper guy, you know, black coffee. What type of books do you enjoy reading? Well, one author that I read his books over and over and over is Raymond Chandler. Uh, he wrote those Philip Marlowe stories. And he just does such wonderful things with language, the dialogue especially, but then just the language in general is so entertaining. I, I can read those over and over again. Um, some One series that I'm fond of is uh, Lawrence Block's uh, uh, Burglar series, Burning Runabar, the Burglar That Solves Mysteries. That's a good series. Um, I also still read a lot of juvenile uh, uh, series fiction, Hardy Boys, Nancy Drew, that sort of thing. Uh, I collect the old editions that uh, from when the, before the scripts were rewritten, the old ones from the 20s and the 30s, I like to go to antique shops and look for those. And uh, it's just sort of fun to read in the evening to relax, that kind of thing. That's amazing. I grew up reading the Nancy Drew books, so. <laughs> um, what type of books did you grow up reading? Did you have a favorite? Well, uh, besides things like the Hardy Boys and whatnot, uh, I really enjoyed Stan Lee's books, uh, Origin of Marvel Comics and that whole series. I enjoyed that. Uh, there's a writer named Jim Steranko who wrote a two-part history of comic books. I read that back-to-back -back probably 10 times when I was a kid. And uh, as I got a little older, uh, started getting into more serious things. Uh, one coming of age book that I really enjoy is uh, The Heart is a Lonely Hunter by Carson McCullers. Uh, that's one that I frequently recommend to young people to read. Um, but John Steinbeck, I've read almost everything that he's written. On the flip side of that, now as an adult, what are your favorite series or authors that if something comes out, you always read it? Well, again, uh, well, if something comes out, I always read it. So that would be things that are new. It seems like I have a lot of authors that I read that are, I read a lot of dead people. But uh, uh, there's a Nebraska author named uh, Kelly Brakenhoff, I believe her name is. She's working on a series of mysteries set on a college campus, the Cassandra Sato series. And... Uh, I've read some of those. My wife has read them. Uh, we both like that. Uh, I read, read a certain amount of nonfiction, too. I'm reading a book right now called Those Angry Years by Lynn Olson, 
which is about the years leading up to World War II about uh, uh, Charles Lindbergh and FDR. Oh, and I'm also reading right now, I'm reading Life of Pi. Uh, one of my friends who lives here in the neighborhood uh, brought it over and asked me to read it. He wanted to discuss it when I was done with it. He had read it, read it and really enjoyed it. So I'm reading that right now also. That's fun. <laughs> uh, are there any books or authors that inspired you to become a writer? Well, a uh, couple of things there. You know, I work in short stories and obviously the master of short stories is O. Henry. Uh, I started reading his work when I was, I don't know, probably 10 or 12 years old, and I still enjoy that. Um, I don't really read Stephen King, but uh, he's another one that's done a lot of work in the short story area, and certainly Mark Twain. I love Mark Twain. I've read, you know, some of his novels, but uh, I really enjoy his short works as well as essays and uh, short stories. Love that. What would you tell someone just starting out with reading again? Just starting out with reading again, I think uh, obviously find something that you enjoy. When I was younger, I was a little concerned about doing the things that I thought were important, watching important movies and reading important books. And as I got older, I uh, came to the conclusion that the, the conclusion that the most important thing is to partake of what you enjoy. You know, don't worry so much about whether or not someone else thinks it's uh, important. You know, I'm glad I read Ibsen in college, but I don't spend my time reading that now. You know, I'd be much more likely to pick up a mystery or uh, uh, some sort of history, that kind of thing, um, or something that's about people. I really enjoyed uh, The Fault in Our Stars. I'm not really the demographic for that, but I, uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, another young adult book that I read recently is called Courage for Beginners by Karen Harrington. And uh, I really enjoyed that. I thought she had a lot of good say, things to say to a reader of any age. So look for something that you enjoy. Maybe if there was something you enjoyed as a child, there may be a more adult version of that that you would like to pick up and read now. So true. There's a lot of retellings that have been coming out lately that I've seen from different childhood books. If you see a, a movie, for instance, that you enjoy and you know that it was based on a book, I always believe watch the movie first and then read the book because if the book's different, you won't be disappointed. If you read the book and you love it and you go to see the movie and they, they botch the whole thing up, then you'll be upset. But if you watch the movie, you think the movie's good, try the book. So true. So true. On the flip side of that, what would you tell someone who's start, just starting to write their own book? Well, the first thing I would say is don't worry about what you don't know. There are so many things out there to learn about writing a book, and there's so much advice you can go online, you can listen to podcasts, you can buy books. There's so many things about structure, about character development, about story arcs, the growth arc of your character. There's so many things out there. I don't know if you read any of the Save the Cat books, uh, which, you know, there's one about screenwriting, there's one about a novel, and they're all very much about structure. 
you know, you don't need to know all that right away to start writing. And the important thing is that you get busy and you start writing because that's how you learn. And that's what you're really going to enjoy. You can pick up all the other things as you go along. You know, start with something small. Maybe you want to write a, a short story or a poem or maybe just a scene and then build from there and find something you feel really strongly about, whether it was something from your childhood or something going on today or, or maybe just a genre that you're very fond of. Uh, you know, don't try to game the system or figure out the market. Write something that you love. And as you go along, you'll learn more about uh, the structure or, or uh, uh, writing stronger sentences instead of weaker ones. But the main thing is to get out there and get going. So true. And don't worry about what anyone else is going to think about the quality of what you write. Because, you know, the main thing that you need to put in your book is yourself. No one else can put that in their book. I love that advice. What's one thing that people are generally surprised to find out about you? Well, a lot of people know that I'm a writer, obviously. I've been doing that for a long time in one way or another. But uh, some other things that I've been doing here over the past couple of years, uh, I make my own videos. I have my own YouTube channel. And most of those are about writing or writing topics. Uh, my oldest daughter, who has a degree in history, she and I worked on a couple of videos together about silent movies. Um, that was a lot of fun. Uh, so we did the research and we did the video and I produced it and compiled it and all that. Uh, so I taught myself how to use iMovie to make, make my own videos. Uh, I also like music. I've been recording music lately. Uh, I play the guitar a little bit and uh, sing in church choir, that sort of thing. So I've been recording some music and I've actually written six songs. So six of the songs I've recorded are ones that I've written myself. I don't think a whole lot of people know that. That's amazing and so cool. <laughs> I don't actually read or write music, but uh, uh, neither did the Beatles, neither does Joni Mitchell. And I, I don't think I'm in their league yet, but uh, uh, you know, if you wanna do something like that, go ahead and try to do it. What's the worst that could happen? So true. So true. Was there anything else you would like to say or add? Well, um, kind of along the lines of you don't have to know everything. Um, I won't say that writing a book is easy. It takes a lot of work, but there are some aspects of it. I self-published my book and there are some aspects of that that are not as hard as you think they are. You know, people are scared to jump in they don't know how deep the water is but you don't have to jump in the deep end you know becoming a writer or even publishing a book it's more like the uh uh the shallow end of the pool you know that uh zero entry uh side of the pool you can walk in and get the water up to your ankles and then up to your knees and do that as you go along there's plenty of advice out there on how to do it and uh it's not as difficult as you might think. So for people who are, are really longing to write a book or they've got this idea that's rattling around in their head that they really want to get out, 
go ahead and do it. You might learn a lot of things that you find out that you, you never know, knew that you could do, that you can do and you really enjoy. I love that. Where's the best place for readers to find your book and the best place to connect with you? I know a lot of readers love signed copies. Is that something that is available? Well, you know, the only signed copies I've done so far are at personal appearances, uh, author events or book readings or whatnot. But it's certainly something that could be arranged. Um, my book is available on Amazon and it's Lion Taming, Dating and Other Dangerous Endeavors. Um, but I also have a website, rjpostauthor.com. I don't have a store set up there at the moment, but uh, people can reach me through the website or rjpostauthor at gmail.com. If someone's really interested in a signed copy, we can arrange that for them. I'm also on Facebook and YouTube at rjpostauthor. Amazing. Thank you so much for being here today. We'll be sure to link those, your website, YouTube, and all that information down in the show notes so that everyone can find you. And thank you so much again for coming on. Well, thank you for having me. I've really enjoyed it.